Welcome to Sacred Space, the podcast. I am Tanika, your host, and this is a space for you to tune in and become educated, evolved, and expanded on all things generational healing, personal development, and spirituality. This is a space where I'll get beautiful, like-minded guests on to speak into their stories and their wisdom, as well as hearing mine. So take a big, deep breath into your belly, get anchored, get grounded, and let's get into this week's episode. Hello, beautiful souls. I am back for another episode on the podcast, which is so much fun, so exciting. I say that every time, I swear I say, this is so exciting. (laughs) Anyway, today's episode, I'm just going to be talking into, you know, some ways that I navigate through things that can come up for me on my path. So like my ego getting in the way, emotions, all of those things and how I navigate past them in the hope that it will help you in navigating past when you're ego is trying to throw you off path or when you are about to quantum leap or move through something and step into your next evolution but parts of you yourself because you're so comfortable where you are don't want to move past that point and this um is kind of based off I've just opened up a Facebook group a Facebook community called Sacred Community with Tanika it's free to join it's just a space um, to be in community with like-minded women you can receive exclusive offers early bird access to my things um I'll probably run some free courses and things in there it's just like a really like safe space for you to just jump in and all the things anyway a part of that group is an anonymous question box so in the anonymous question box I have things that you want me to cover on the podcast so like topics that you want me to cover and I also have the question of just ask any question that you would like and I'll answer it on the podcast but the question like that this I guess episode is based off is someone wrote in I'm just trying to find it like on my computer one moment <laughs> all right so it is topics or guests that you would love to hear on the podcast and someone wrote struggles and how you implemented strategies to help yourself and when I first read this question I was kind of like oh this is kind of tough for me to answer because I kind of feel like I don't have strategies as you would say in place and I also feel like I don't I definitely have struggles but I guess my view on them isn't I wouldn't say struggles they're just like hurdles or lessons that I haven't learned yet right so I'm really going to be focusing in on that in this episode so that I can just share some of those tips and tricks and bits and bobs and things that I um yeah implement into my life to ensure that I don't get thrown off path when these these struggles I guess come up but for our self-love ritual I'm going to be recommending to you to be sleeping with your phone not right next to your bed so that in the mornings when you wake up and hoping that you wake up waking up with the sun because that is like the most powerful thing that we can do for our health and if you haven't listened to my episode um, a few episodes back with Kira Lee Wellness it's called A Quantum Conversation I would definitely jump over and listen because she is a wealth of wisdom especially around Um, like sunlight and all these things you know starting our day on our phone we know like we know it's a shit way to start our day we all know that when we jump on our phone first thing still in bed you feel guilty about it you're like why am I doing this and endlessly scrolling through social media instead of actually just like allowing your energy to land in the day that it is so my self-love ritual that I'm sharing with you is instead of sleeping with your phone next to your bed, maybe popping it on charge at the other side of the room if you can or in another room. And, you know, if you use it for an alarm and you need it like closer, maybe putting it under your bed or something. I don't know. Get an alarm clock. But anyway, I have now got my gratitude journal and my normal journal on my bedside table rather than my phone. And of course, I'm human. Sometimes my phone is next to my bed and I'm going on it first thing in the morning and then I have to 
you know, allow myself to go, oh, this isn't how I want to start my day. This isn't how future me wants to start my day. And I'll jump off it. But it's the awareness there, right? So, you know, having your journal next to your bed instead of your phone so that when you wake up, you can actually just start journaling about your dreams or journaling about your thoughts and sharing gratitude from your heart space to the page of what you're grateful for when you first wake up in the morning. Instead of consuming and overstimulating your mind before you even place your feet on the floor. So that's my self-love ritual. Try to not go on your phone first up. And, you know, the blue light in our phone is just like so, so critical to our health. So if you want to learn more about blue light, um, yeah, go back to that episode with the beautiful Kira, the quantum conversation one. And my quote of this week is actually about growth and discomfort. I thought it was really fitting to what I'm going to be speaking into. It's a long one. Dealing with discomfort, fear, and situations we don't want to be in or situations that we are completely unfamiliar with is an absolutely essential part of growth. Who we are is a result of everything we've had to overcome in life and the attitude we chose to adopt during or as a result of challenges we've had to face. You can choose to look at difficulties as disruptive and something to dread or you can look at them as opportunities for growth and self-improvement. Because difficulties and discomfort are simply one side of a coin, while opportunities for growth are the other. You can't have growth without some degree of discomfort. We may not be able to choose or even like the challenges that life throws our way, but we can always choose our attitude towards them. Oh, how juicy is that quote? And honestly, when I read it, I was like, holy shit, is this out of my brain? (laughs) Because that is truly like the key to not um, like playing into the stories, playing into the blocks, playing into the, I'm not worthy. I can't do this, or I can't get there. Whatever wants to come up from your ego. Like we need to actually lean into that to grow and to learn from it. So anyway, let's jump into this episode and I'm going to, I'm going to deep dive into this a little more. I also am just going to like let you know before like I completely dive into this episode that my dogs are in the room with me and one of my cats. So they do snore. Hopefully they'll just be quiet. But just in case, <laughs> that's the noise that's going on in the background is my little dogs. One of, one of them's huge. One of them's just a little pug. Anyway, so yeah, leading into this episode and speaking into, you know, how I move past my ego trying to stop me and how I actually just keep on moving. I would definitely say that doing like work on yourself and making sure that you fill up your own cup is literally vital to this. It is so crucial to being able to move through the discomfort that is thrown at you because truly when we are looking at struggles or things that are coming up for us as something that's stopping us and that we can't move through it, we're we're stopping our evolution, we're stopping our growth, and we're actually allowing our ego and those shadow parts of us to take over and control our life. Whereas if you can look at it from a different point of view and go, actually, what lesson is here for me to learn? Actually, what, you know, actions have I taken to get me here? Because as I've spoken into and I always speak into, you know, we have that power of choice. And whenever a situation throws itself at us, it's either one, because we haven't completely learned a lesson. It's another layer of a wound or something that has happened to us, a trauma that we still need to move through. It is because of a choice that we have made that we knew in that moment didn't serve our highest good, but we did it anyway because it was easier than saying no, or it was easier than leaning into something we haven't done before. Maybe you're so used to, you know, um, self-abuse in the way of 
people pleasing and showing up for other people and not yourself, which myself, yes, I've been so guilty of and I still work through this, but maybe you're doing that and then a situation presents itself to you and you blame the situation, but it's actually taking that self-responsibility that you made that choice and that's why this is coming up for you. And the way that you can show up for yourself and fill up your own cup so that you can also have that deeper um, like self-awareness, also self-connection, because when we're disconnected from self, we don't actually fucking realize that like most of these things are playing out. Um, but, you know, ways that you can do this is via self-massage. I know I'm the biggest advocate for it, but it honestly, it, it changes the game when you sit with self in devotion and massage your body. It, because our body holds all the emotions, all everything in there. Like it's not just in our mind. It's also through our body in our muscles. So, you know, self-massage can help to shift that dense energy, shift that stagnation so that then you can feel lighter and feel freer. Um, so self-massage is definitely a big piece that has helped me in, you know, moving out the, the layers of unworthiness, the layers of not being good enough, the layers of disbelief in self, which still obviously present themselves to me, but you know, just allowing them to shift with, with that self-devotional practice and actually feeling the emotions that, that want to come through so that they can shift. Um, I receive kinesiology regularly. So kinesiology is, I've spoken into it before and <laughs> I kind of, it's like muscle testing, um, but you kind of like go and the, the, the facilitator asked your body questions not not out loud like uh, testing your muscles and you can test up for like if there's any imbalances through the body and then yeah and I also take flower essences so getting regular kinesiology has been a game changer for me I used to do that years ago and I've just implemented it back in the past probably oh my gosh maybe like four or five months now um and that for me helps me to navigate through any struggles that come up because, you know, as being a human, like I said, like there's so many layers that can come up and I, I don't necessarily look at them as struggles, but maybe just like, um, times where I'm like getting in my own way or roadblocks and I'll take them to my kinesiologist and say, you know, I'm noticing that I am people pleasing a lot, or I'm, I'm not setting firm boundaries or I'm doing X, Y, Z and, and voicing that to her. And then like allowing that to be shifted out of my body with the kinesiology is powerful. So where can you find a facilitator that you could lean on maybe once a month or once every six weeks for you to move through what is coming up for you and your struggles? Because we do all have different struggles, but yeah, so I feel like doing these things like filling up your own cup is just like so vital because then you have that deeper connection with yourself and you know when things are coming up sooner than playing into that shadow. Does that make sense? Like if you have a deeper connection to self and your cup is full, then you are more self-aware so you can realize when um, things are coming up and you're acting from a place that isn't maybe for your highest good. I guess I'm also going to riff into like what don't like using the word struggles because I just don't feel like it's maybe I need to do some work around that, that word but I just feel like the word struggle is like very negative so I'm gonna like just sort of speak into it like what pieces come up for me what that I that I like that might come up on every level so core um like concepts that come up for me I guess are that I've had to move through it every single layer of my evolution has been not being good enough feeling unworthy and not believing in myself. And I present these in my life by people pleasing and by being the savior. 
And it, it's funny because it's like, of course, that would be a pattern that I, that I continue to um, shift out of and continue to see deeper layers of and shift out of that is like, I'm a healer. I hold space for people, but it's just funny because like a really big story that I've carried with me is that I have to be a savior. So that's definitely a, like, yeah, I guess struggle that has come up for me and ways that I have moved through that is by yeah journaling, seeking support, connecting to my body in different ways, self-massage, because, you know, a lot of it started for me in the physical body, not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy, not believing that I am pretty enough or whatever story there that was coming up for me and how I used to really like abuse myself. Not like that. That's quite a big word, I guess. You know, I wouldn't believe in myself. So I would neglect myself in the way of like speaking horribly to myself all the time. So I guess I began this journey of like with the self-massage, like massaging my body and going, wow, you actually are worthy of feeling beautiful. You are beautiful and like massaging out all of that. And like I've said, these layers come up all the time because these are really deeply embedded stories in, in my unconscious mind, I guess. So yeah, I navigate through those with those particular rituals. Um, also receiving like healings and speaking to friends and just doing like all of those things that we, that we know actually serve us. That is literally how you can shift them. But I truly believe like when you begin to cultivate this deeper sense of self-awareness and this deeper sense of connection to self, and I didn't really have this deep connection to myself until I started doing womb healing, like receiving womb healings and diving into cyclical living. I really feel like once you have that there, you have such a like deeper sense of self-awareness. My dog is snoring really loud. I really hope you can't hear it. Once you have this deeper sense of self-awareness, you kind of can, yeah, catch out your mind um, when it's your ego or your intuition talking. And one way that you can sort of like differentiate them is your intuition is always the, the, the quieter voice that you hear first. And then your ego is the loud and dominant one that wants to try and take over and for you to listen to it. Right. So when if you are noticing that you are wanting to evolve and you are wanting to, OK, let's like put like a like something here that you want to do. Say, for example, you're wanting to start your own business, right? And you have done the study, you've got the knowledge, you know that you've got friends that will support you. You've started buying the things to like set your business up. You've started the social media, but there's just some part of you that's like, oh, but I don't want to tell anyone about it. Oh, but I'll just do it another time. I don't have time. Can I really do it? Like there's other people in the industry that have been doing it for way longer. Like maybe there's not enough people. Maybe people won't even come to me. You know, those stories that can come up. That's your ego, baby. That is your ego. (laughs) Don't let your ego control your life because in that moment, you can either choose to stay where you are working a job you probably don't like that doesn't fill up your cup. That doesn't, it's not your soul's purpose. Or you can lean into that discomfort a little bit and go, I'm actually going to do the thing. Okay, I'm going to, I'm actually going to lean in and I'm going to do the business. So where, what parts of you, and you know, you can put this, implement this in into like something that you're stopping yourself from. Maybe it's going to the gym or maybe it's going to a women's circle and making new friends or whatever it might be. Like, where are you listening to that like louder voice and not actually letting yourself show up for your, for your evolution and for your dreams? Because we always want to stay comfortable because when we are where we are, we know that it's safe. When we are where we are, we know that nothing's going to hurt us. We're not going to die, right? When we start the Instagram and actually post it and go, hey guys, I'm starting my own business. You're being seen in that. And that's not comfortable because what if you get judged? What if you get 
points of view thrown at you? What if people don't believe in you? What if whatever the fuck, just what if, right? (laughs) But it's just about like allowing those judgments there, like receiving the judgment, receiving the everyone else's perspective and just believing in yourself anyway, just moving past it anyway, moving anyway. And like I said, like a big part like for me has been unworthiness and not believing in myself, but I still have believed in myself because otherwise I wouldn't be where I am. It's just that one moment I just need to put my dogs out because the cat and the dogs are having a fight. One moment. Okay, hopefully you can't hear my animals in the background. They just don't want to leave me alone today. Hopefully you can't hear Luna speaking into, um, breathing into the microphone. <laughs> Luna is like a huge, she's like my one of my dogs. She is a massive dog. She's a um, Dutch Shepherd cross cane corso. So she's freaking huge. And I just feel like she's also like a big baby and she's actually about to turn two. And I just feel like I can't even control her. So just like do whatever the fuck you want. She just like wants to cuddle me. So if you hear her breathing into the microphone, it's just her up on my lap. She thinks she's a lap dog. Anyway, I, yeah. So I still, even though I wasn't believing in myself, like I had that core belief of like, I can't believe in myself. I still like showed up anyway. And I just like moved while these like woundings were coming up. And like I said, they still come up. But when I first say, for example, started my business, I, one of the things that was actually stopping me from stepping into it was, you know, I had my certification. I had, I even actually had clients. I had people believing in me. I had all the things that you could ask for. I had whatever, but what was stopping me from truly leaning in to that discomfort was feeling not good enough because I was so young because I was 20 or 21, I think. When I first started my business, I should know that it's not even that long ago. But anyway, I was allowing that story of I'm too young. People aren't going to trust me. People aren't going to believe that I can do it. You know, I was projecting onto other people that they didn't weren't going to believe in me. And I was then using that to not do it. When really, once I sat with it and went, holy fuck, it's actually me that doesn't believe in me. And I'm projecting onto everyone around me, my audience, my customers, everyone that they don't believe in me. Of course, I would make it all about me. Wow. That's only a human thing to do. And then I sort of like voiced it, got some support around it, had a mentor, all the things, and then shifted through it. But it's just funny when like things like this can come up, like struggles can come up and we can go, oh, I'm feeling this way and no one around me um, believes in me or I'm feeling, say I'm feeling unworthy and everyone around me thinks I'm unworthy of doing this because I know I was projecting onto my partner. I was like, don't you fucking believe in me? Meanwhile, he is literally organizing and builds in like my clinic downstairs so I could work from home in like a beautiful studio, but I'm still like, you don't believe in me. Like it was just like, it's just projection. And and so where are you projecting onto people in your life that they don't X, Y, Z, and then using that as an excuse not to move instead of taking self-responsibility for you actually feeling that way about yourself. Um, another like little piece that I want to touch in on about this topic, I guess, is power of choice. I don't know if I've like already riffed on this already in this episode, but, you know, just reminding yourself that like, Every single choice you make leads you to what is presenting itself to you in your life. Like most of life is a reflector, like a mirror, like most things are, most relationships are, most situations are. So where are you maybe choosing in the moment to not show up for your highest good, but you're 
then not taking the self-responsibility for like, oh, this shit situation is happening to me. And now I'm going to blame the situation instead of actually taking accountability in myself. I know like something that happened to me recently was I thought I had moved through a really like deep, ancient cycle that had been, I've been carrying within me from thousands of years, like generations and generations before me carried as well. So it's not even my belief. It's not even my cycle to play into. Um, It's actually not even my story. It's the story of my lineage. It's the story of my ancestors. And I was aware of this and I thought I wasn't playing it into into it anymore. But then 12 months down the line, I did. I didn't hold a boundary and I did something that then told my subconscious mind that I was playing into that cycle. And then it presented itself to me in a lesson of, are you going to sink or swim? Are you going to blame right now that this bad thing is happening to you? Or are you going to take self-responsibility that you know you played into this pattern, this cycle, you know you did that. And now it's being shown to you from the universe in this way of, you know, I could have chosen why is this happening to me? I'm in such a space of luck. I'm in such a space of scarcity, like where, 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 poor me. But instead I chose, wow, this really fucking sucks right now, but I know that it's from what I've done. I know that it's from a choice that I made that I was making not for myself and my highest good. And that's where like the people pleasing and savior part can come in for me, where it's not even my fucking story. It's the story of my ancestors that I now need to make sure I let go of for good. And I'm actually recording this under the um, full moon in Saji right now. And I'm like doing a full moon circle tonight. And we're actually going to be doing all together as women, because this is how it dropped in for me is we're actually going to be doing an honoring and a cord cutting ritual to our lineage because I received a healing recently and <laughs> all it was coming up. Like, it's like so incredible how energy healing works, but I received this healing sort of went in and sort of said, Oh, like, this is what I want to work on. And I, myself and the woman were getting the exact same visions. And she was like, you need to actually cut the cord with your lineage because you're not cutting them off, but you're just like being the cycle breaker for good. So anyway, I just got lost on a tangent there, but I just want to like, just, you know, reflect that to you right now that like, You make a choice in every single moment of every single day. Like right now, sorry, there's an airplane going over, but like right now I could choose to lay in bed, not worry about recording my podcast, don't really feel like it. Oh, I'll do it another day. I'm just going to scroll on my phone, maybe watch some Netflix or I can sit down, I can record my podcast episode, get it done, get it out there, feel good even though I've got something on tonight or you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like we have a choice in every moment. And like, for me, I feel like I am definitely someone, no, I don't feel like I am. I definitely am someone who is great at procrastinating, but procrastination is our ego getting in the way. It is actually our ego, like stopping us from growth. So that's just what I want this to reflect you in this episode is like, All of these times where you feel like you're struggling or you feel like there's something presenting itself to you over and over, where are you not being present with that situation? Where are you not taking self-responsibility? Where are you, you know, blaming others and not taking the accountability? Where are you not realizing that it's probably from a choice that you made in the past? Um, And then calling in that forgiveness as well. Um, Forgiveness has been, and like compassion for self has been a game changer because we can't hold the shame around the choices that we've made 
but we can move forward with deeper self-awareness and understand that it's okay that we came from that space in the past, but now we're going to move forward and push past those struggles, push past that voice in our head that doesn't want us to move out of our comfort zone and we're going to feel so fucking good for it. So that's kind of my answer to that question, that topic of like struggles and how I move through them. I just fucking move through them. And of course, sometimes I'm only human and sometimes things feel overwhelming. But usually in those times when things feel really hard, it's because I have stopped doing my morning routine and stopped doing my self-love rituals. And I've been, you know, just recently I had a family member pass away. So then things were feeling extra overwhelming because I was moving through grief, plus trying to run a business, plus trying to, you know, hold the emotions of my family together, plus trying to do all these things, like have all my friendships, whatever. Of course, I was overwhelmed. I wasn't taking the space to actually fill up my own cup. I did one yoga flow in like a week. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Of course, I felt that way. Of course, that was like a struggle. But again, I then took that self-responsibility of, whoa, Tanika, this happened, but you are still allowed to sit down and meditate for five minutes. And sometimes this is like a bit of a hard pill to swallow because you're kind of like, I wouldn't choose to have no money. I wouldn't choose to have no good friends. I wouldn't choose whatever the fuck your story is. But just just sit with it and just like allow, you know, what needs to come up to come up and shake it out, do a breathwork session, whatever feels good for you. Um, I could even actually, I'll just like speak into quickly, like my moon maiden course. I just ran that live and I'm now, I have it up on my website to actually purchase. It's like an evergreen offer. So if you're wanting to dive into your cycle, so create a deeper connection with yourself, understand how your body works, um, learn rituals, self-love rituals, all the things to nourish your body in each phase of your cycle, learn to track with the moon so that you can feel more ease in your bleed time, then I would love you to do it. Love you to do um, Moon Maiden. It's four one-hour calls. So the first call is a visualization, journal, and intention setting. The second call is a deep dive into our inner seasons and our cycle. Third is a breathwork and cacao ceremony, which is like a rebirthing experience. And then the fourth call is a guided massage and Mayan womb massage. So it's about connecting to your body and rejuvenating and regenerating your beautiful cells so that you can shift out those old patterns and ways and move forward in a deeper connection with self. So I'll leave the link in the show notes for that if you would like to journey that. It's like self-paced now that I've already ran it. So you can kind of like watch them all in a week or you can take the four weeks to do it. And you'll also have an ebook included. Like I've done up an ebook with a bunch of incredible information in there. So that is going to be, that is on my website for $88. So if you're wanting that, I'll leave the link below. But anyway, just a little riff on that. It was just such a powerful course. And I just wanted to like share that because it was just absolutely incredible. Anyway, let's just share. So like I was saying, I have my Facebook community that I've just started that's for free. Leave the link below for you if you want to join. And in there, I have the anonymous question box. And one of the questions that I have been asked is, do I ever struggle to hold space for others? No, I don't feel like I do. But just recently, like I said, I had a family member pass and I actually just canceled two whole weeks of clients and events because I was in a space where it would have been non-integrous for me to hold space. I really felt like if I continued in and just like held the space for people, it was just not right because I was 
holding space for my family. I was holding space for myself and I was moving through something really heavy. So, you know, there is that aspect of like, if something big has happened to me and my emotions aren't stable, I just usually reschedule um, my clients and I, if I'm sick, I'll reschedule all those things. But other than that, if it's just like my usual day, no, I don't struggle to hold space at all. I definitely limit my um, in-person energy healings to about three people a day if I'm doing those because I just like to be in my fullest vibrant energy holding the best space I can because people are investing in me to receive healing and to receive change so if I'm showing up for like 10 people in one day that would just be fucked like no way so no I don't struggle to hold space for people I feel like it's a very natural ability that I have and I absolutely love doing it otherwise I wouldn't be doing it but I do find that there are times where I oh, need to take a breath. <laughs> there are times where I, you know, will need to reschedule or in this case, I just canceled because I'm moving through something in my own. So yeah, I hope that like answered the question well enough. And the other question I got asked is, does your boyfriend also receive the same healings that you do and is into the same stuff as you? So no, he doesn't. But I'll tell you one thing. He is the most conscious person that hasn't done like healing work ever like I feel like guys just are I feel like a lot of the time this can happen like I just feel like the way I show up actually still shifts so much in him and I see such huge shifts in him when I go through such huge shifts but he still receives like energy healing from me he gets kinesiology he receives like Bowen um but he isn't like he has tried breath work a couple of times and stuff like that, but it's just not his thing. And that's okay. Like I remember for a long time, I would put a lot of pressure on him. Like, you know, when someone's like, oh my God, I'm doing breath work. You have to try it. It's life changing. You have to do it. Oh my God, you have to do it. Like I was very much like that at the start of like everything that I like when I found it, because it was shifting so much for me and I would be like, oh, come on. Like, and then I, I sort of projected a lot of like, um, onto him for a while there in our relationship of you're just so unhealed like blah blah blah. and then I kind of realized like fucking hell Tanika you're the one unhealed with the masculine right now like give him a fucking break and then yeah we've we've obviously we've been together for like quite a long time now it's been I think like eight years oh my gosh it just feels so weird so I was like I think he was with me for my 16th birthday and I'm 24 so yeah that's eight years um eight to nine years oh my god what the fuck anyway I yeah, I feel like we've been through so much together. We've grown together so much and I don't hold shame around myself for like how I used to like kind of project onto him like, well, you should do this. But I definitely feel like I have learnt so much and he has learnt so much and, you know, it just comes back to that communication. But yeah, so no, he doesn't like partake in any of, you know, if I go to events and stuff, sometimes I'll invite him if I genuinely think like he might enjoy it. But no, he does his own thing. He has his own ways of like, of um meditating and of like grounding you know he loves his gardening and things like that so I just really honor him for where he is and we are on different paths but like I said he's the most like conscious unconscious motherfucker like he reflects some wild shit back to me and pulls me into line and I'm like how the fuck did you manage that and you haven't done the work I've done but anyway so yeah that's the answer to that question and that is the only other question that I got asked in my Facebook group. So thank you for the questions, guys. That is so exciting that I got some. Wasn't sure if I would straight away or not. But if you're wanting to join the Facebook group, yeah, just head over to the link that I'll leave below or just look up Sacred Community with Tanika on Facebook and I'll add you in. 
other than that I have so much love for you thank you all so much for supporting the podcast for supporting me for listening and I really hope that the, the this episode has helped you in how to move past when your ego is trying to stop you from actually evolving like you can evolve you can you have that choice you just take the self-responsibility and move just move anyway even when it feels shit you know we get those feelings in our stomach where we're like you know, getting butterflies or feeling like we're going to throw up before doing something nerve wracking. And then we do it and it feels so good. So yeah, I love you. I believe in you. You can fucking do it. Um, don't forget to please, please, please head over and rate and review my show. Give me a little follow. You just have to click the follow button on my page in Spotify. And then just click the little bell next to it as well so that you get a notification when I post so that you can be the first to listen. And I love you so much. Have a beautiful, beautiful fortnight and I'll be back in your ears next, well, in two, you know what I mean, in a fortnight on Thursday at 5.55am. Love ya.